What's up, you beautiful... I can't swear in the first couple of seconds anymore. Oh, almost did, but I caught myself. So this is going to be the final episode of Reflections. R.I.P. I've got a new series talking now because you guys know I like to talk on camera. So that should be starting soon, but this is the final episode. Hope you enjoy. Much love, you beautiful people. Okay, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is May 17th, 2020. As you can see, this is a little bit of a different setup. I decided to experiment, put it off a little bit to the side, see what it looks like try things new. I'm in a little bit of a weird mood right now. I don't feel like showing anything. I just feel like talking. So like the vlog this week, man, there were two days like I just didn't even vlog just be, and I just threw up like a talking segment as well instead because I don't feel like showing right now. So I'm pleased to have this instead as a substitute because I'm in the mood to just move my mouth and say a lot of things. I have so much to talk about. As for my mood, I'm just a little, I'm going through some stuff mentally internally right now. And I don't want to try to hide that shit, as you guys know. I'll talk more about that and challenges and what didn't work and stuff like that. But overall, I feel like today could be a really fucking good episode. And I'm pleased when I can start experimenting and doing new things right from the get, because it'll definitely put me in a better mood. Um, but there's definitely some more root cause stuff that has to be dealt with there. Okay, as for Reflections, Reflections, reflections is a bi-weekly episode where I reflect on my week and then I get on camera and share with you guys the past two weeks for challenges I'm experiencing, things that I'm obsessed with, lessons that I'm learning, what's working, what's not, um, experiments I'm conducting, what I'm going through essentially. And in the process of that, I'm really hoping you're taking what I'm saying, pondering it, and then applying it to your own life, what you feel is ideal to apply. I really just want to treat this as an experimental piece, if you will. Uh, I'm just stating my truths. I hope some of it resonates with you. If it doesn't, that's completely fine. But I'm doing it for like that the one of you um, or the one person or that one insight that is just going to make all the difference for one person. And that is my intent today. So let's go and change someone's life, shall we? <laughs> fuck. It sounds so egotistical if you don't understand where the fuck I'm actually coming from. I just want to fucking help. Anyways, let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. What were my favorite wins? I should probably actually start talking. Okay. <laughs> I'm literally just picking up my nails right now. Okay. Biggest wins. Crazy good daily output brainstorm, if you will, and just trying to figure out ways I can hack more on content and micro micro content output for social and basically every channel, if you will, all at the same time. That came out fucking good. Um, finally did some energetic sessions that I was meaning to for like, fuck. Uh, half a year, I want to say. Just been really putting off stuff with that, but I finally took some time to do that. That felt really good. Closing loops feels fucking nice. Worked on typing almost daily. Like I'm literally just still training myself to type with all my fingers correctly and just fundamentally working on the fundamentals, actually. Um, I am slowly getting better. It's slowly getting easier. Uh, and I'm just working on weak spots right now. Like another, a big one for me is like, I touch my index finger with C instead of touching my middle finger with C. So I'm working on stuff like that, as well as just like speed and accuracy all at the same time. Shout out typing.com. Transferred to Spotify from Apple Music. That was cool. Working on my, getting all my playlists over. Um, it's, fuck. I love Spotify so much more. What the fuck was I thinking? Doing Apple Music all this time, I have no fucking clue, but it feels good to move finally. P.S. I used Song Shift to move all my Apple Music to Spotify. Amazing. Got two Instagram posts, two TikToks, and that all came last week. I basically did nothing with content this week. It was awful. I also edited Beauty and the Base 34. Um, as for this week, basically still nothing for editing because I just fucking sucked. I also started mixing house and like, holy fuck, it is fun. I didn't realize how much fun it was until I just decided to experiment one night, found some house doubles and it, uh, it was actually sick. Like I was loving it. Got the process rolling with the music reaction series, which I thought was about one episode. Turns out to be a fucking series, which I'm excited for with Azel and BCP. And that's going to be gangster as fuck. I also came up with a name for that. 
I'm hesitant to always say like I came up with the idea because like it was a co it was a collaborative effort if you will, um, but I was definitely going the most to town with ideas. Man, brainstorming process. I'm fucking good at that shit. A lot of energy, energetic work on myself. Holy fuck! Like so much was needed this week. I'm just going through some shit right now internally. Um, I did my first interview ever, so recorded that. That felt fucking sick, and that was with my boy Zach Platt. I loved it. It was awesome. So fucking good to get the ball rolling on that. Also got the ball rolling on another interview, which will be my next with Eusebi Flow. And I also worked on, speaking of Eusebi Flow, I also queued up fully like a few hundred songs, if you will. I've been always like queuing them half. I've just been full on queuing them now. Holy shit, it feels good to have those there for mixing in the future. Crafted a plan to get our own copyright. Very key right now, something I'm dealing with. In the future, for partnership stuff, I want to deal with it now, though. Cued all of my house songs, so that was exciting. Not as much dub stuff, so it was very achievable. And then took a no-phone break from Thursday to Saturday. So, decent weeks. Oh, fuck, I almost forgot the, one of my favorite wins, which was crafted a beautiful eye concept for Notion. Holy shit. I've been absolutely, like, full-on, like, it has taken me over in the past couple of days. How much fun I'm having with it, like... Yeah, I'm not gonna go into it too crazy right now, but just all of the icons with Notion were driving me insane with emojis. So I was like, fuck it. We're gonna make a very clean, simplistic icon set and it looks so good. My God. What worked? Punting the two finger method with typing, AKA da -da 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 -da, is what I used to do. And then really only letting myself type with all of my fingers. I was trying to put my legs in two canoes. So I have one leg in with the two finger method and the other leg in with the all finger method. I can't be training myself for 15 minutes a day in proper typing and then just go back to the fucking old bad habits. I have to stick with it for the rest of the day. So I've been yeah, a little bit slow, but it's definitely worth it because as soon as if I'm like training myself then untraining myself and it's not, it's not going to be conducive to my progress at all. Queuing at night when I'm half asleep. Like I have so many songs I still need to cue, but I'm getting there and I am in a state where I'm half asleep. So it's actually like good because I don't have the mental, mental energy to do most type of tasks. So just sitting there getting my cue points, it's working great. Also letting myself not cue things that I don't find interesting anymore. I did like a deep dive, collected so many fucking songs, but some of those songs I just don't even like anymore. So I'm literally letting myself detach from the idea of getting every single song and just focusing on songs I like because I was actually downloading things that other people would like for sets and stuff like that. But I'm like, this is fucking dumb. I'm just gonna focus on what I like. Mm. Tax benefits, getting those back, those fucking saved my life. Thank God. I'm so grateful for all this money right now. Holy shit. I say all like it's a ton, but like it's actually saving my fucking ass right now. Taking multiple no phone days. I took the no phone day like three in a row this week. And then last week I took one as well. It's just the right move to put yourself first. And I definitely needed to put myself first as I was going through some shit internally. Limiting caffeine to even less. I don't need a ton to get a lot done and I'm just focused on getting me up and getting me productive, using it as an anchor to get started on work and resume work. Hacking away daily at the typing, the queuing, all that stuff. Little moves every single day add up to big results long-term. Kaizen. Tweeting more optimistically and meaningful content on Twitter. I very much like have used Twitter as just like a random ass like output tool if you, if you will in the past. I'm trying to make it better content right now and just tweet what I actually am feeling and thinking rather than trying to just tweet purely humor stuff or what have you. It also generates content in other areas like you probably saw on that vlog. Should have been 16, I think. Lo-fi to help chill me out. Lo-fi as a tool of like keeping me focused and chilling me out and just pressing play on that Spotify playlist is just, it's everything. It's everything. Throwing up clips from my Instagram story that were recorded for my vlog. Yes, they're gonna be like a little bit off in terms of aspect ratio, but who fucking cares? I don't need to keep everything so goddamn exclusive. I can just put things up and let um, people see it in real time. 
responding civilly and not trying to get into an argument when people try to backlash on my opinions and posts. Like, it's not worth my time or theirs for me to go into argument mode. I just like, I appreciate and accept that they see things a different way than me. And I know that my point of view is just one point of view. There is no right point of view. There's just right for me. And I guess there is more like abundant points of view and, and more empowering points of view. And if you choose to not believe something that is empowering towards you, be my guest. Feel free to be a slave. For me, I'm not fucking down. What I am down for is being the most empowered human being I can. And not even human empowered human being. Empowered soul. Empowered spiritual being that is inhabited in a body for this lifetime, if you will. Getting deep here. Let's keep it going. Who am I? Gary V. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I fucking love that, by the way. The keep it going thing. It's obviously a complete just steal from uh, T with Gary V. He says it after every fucking point. And you're welcome because you're never going to not hear it now. Mm. Outlining notes of what happened in my vlog as I am going. And also like including themes and vibes, if you will, as cringe as that sounds. But just doing my best to try to outline what the week is about as I'm going through it. It makes it easier on me in the future. Whenever I get to that, I started at 16, the process 16, and then I will continue using this because it's very useful to my future self. Going for a fucking bike ride. Holy hell, I needed that so bad yesterday. I was straight up vibing. Like, I felt like I was just on a, a sort of like brain chemical high, if you will. Like, I felt like I was on drugs or something like that. It was so fucking good. Much needed in this time right now asking for help energetically if i can't get my own sessions to land on myself it's because i'm too attached and if i am too attached it's just better to ask externally for help and of course my mom is trained in this work as well so i ask her and it's really really helpful and then once i'm in a good enough state i can then return to doing sessions on myself as needed and uh but it's just I kind of get it on my own way. Sometimes I just ask for help. It's nice. Honoring myself when I don't feel like recording. Like there was a few days this week that I was saying like I didn't record. And it felt really nice that I was able to give myself that space of like, hey, I actually don't feel like recording right now. So let's not beat him up. Me up, I guess you could say. Let's not beat myself up because I'm doing this. Let's just appreciate where it is. And then also realize that it's an opportunity for me to include other days, more of that content. So it's it's fine. And I just don't need to record every fucking little thing. I'm also noticing how much I'm willing to, willing to scrap after one day. Like I'll hit the end of the day and be like, ah, I can scrap this, 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 if need be. That would also be really ideal to include in the notes, by the way. Real-time ideas. Okay, slightly at least. Barely interrupting or barely any mmms or whatever fucking noise is about to come out of my mouth when I was listening to a podcast guest. I don't need to interrupt. I don't need to put my fucking two cents into every little thing. I do enough of that on my vlog and reflections and other content. Not necessary. And then and then as for the mmming, if you will, it's taking away from sound quality if I do that. It's taking away from the final output. So if I have the opportunity to not do that, it makes it a whole lot easier than I want to deal with any post-production shit with that. I just shut the fuck up and then many times I'll nod my head or something like that to show them, hey, I'm listening to everything. But uh, it's such a pointless thing just going, mm, or yeah, or whatever. It's just, And it's also just annoying to listen to. So I, I'm cognizant of that and applying it accordingly. Shout out to being a listener first and foremost. Picking a friend or someone you can trust for doing the first time of something. I, this is a long time lesson for me. And I've always thought about this in the, in the past like year two type of thing. But it was really key that I chose Zach as my first podcast interview guest. Because there was a lot like there's more room for okayness of failure when it's with someone you know, like, and trust type of thing. For me, I've known Zach for fucking an eternity now like I've known him since like kindergarten ish type of thing and then been friends with him since grade seven which by the way I wish we talked about in the interview how we actually have fought 
because we didn't talk about that and I didn't even think of it until later. Literally came up today. I was like, oh, fuck. I could have brought it up. But uh, yeah, anyways, because an interview, for example, is just so fucking vulnerable. It's just key that we both got our starts together type of thing. And I love that. So I don't think we're fucking losing our virginity. Jesus Christ. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Going to bed late as fuck. Silly. I think I went to bed. What did I to say here? Yeah, not this week, but the week before that. 5 a.m. to 1, 1 p.m. for my sleep schedule. This happened, I think, three or four times. I don't think it happened at all like that this week that bad. But I was still going to bed late, waking up later and uh, later than I would like to at least. And actionable, definitely. Start the nightly ritual at 12 a.m. I kind of just realized this in the last few days. If I start my nightly ritual at a certain time, I just have to cut off everything else I'm doing and just go the fuck or start the fucking ritual. Because if I can start the ritual, I will start to go to bed and like my body will follow. And if I can just cut it off at a certain time, I'm going to get in the, in the habit of going to bed at a certain time, specifically in this case, by like 1230. Then I'll wake up at like eight, nine, something like that. And that's good enough for me. I don't need to get up too too early because I'm not a crazy like morning person, but I also don't want to be like a crazy night owl. Somewhere in between there is nice for me. TV and like movies, just too much of it. I guess there's a place for things like movies here and there, but man, they're not impacting my life in the way that an audiobook would or a tutorial would or a speech would or something like that. Like there's just better ways to spend my time than aimlessly listening to uh, some sort of fictional thing. I also love something I wrote down here, which is I need to get back on track with asking myself what's serving my vision and what isn't. Boom. Talking to people on Twitter about money or even just talking to like broke people about money. No one fucking knows what they're talking about. It's really annoying. And I also just don't like socialism and a bunch of other stuff like that. I'm a capitalist at heart and people are fucking, I think, delusional with money shit. Now, the way I approach that right there on camera right there, disrespectful. Like I didn't treat their opinions with much respect. However, I respect that they have that idea. I just don't respect the idea at all. I, fuck, the fucking, (laughs) I just think it's so off the way people think the world actually works. It's fucking ridiculous. Things like earning versus deserving the entitlement is ridiculous. Um, What else can I say? (laughs) Some of the ideas around like, oh God, I'm not even going to get into this anymore or else I'm going to get really pissed, but fuck, I just... It's not serving me to try to discuss these fucking point of views with them. It just doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Um, also, <laughs> I got so pissed off during this situation where I literally went on a complete rant of like six fucking full pages on my story. <laughs> and those were shrunk too because it was that fucking long um, of just like potential beliefs that I would hope that people would embody because... It's just about empowering beliefs, not uh, not limiting beliefs, which a lot of people that are broke have. And more so, less than even being broke, it's about poor versus broke. And I know that some of you are like, oh my God. He said, like, as if he knows what poor is. Well, yeah, I feel like I have a grasp of what a poor person is versus a broke person. And I feel like it has everything to do with what's going on in their fucking dome. An empowered broke person does not stay there forever. A poor person does. There's a very big difference. And my definition of poor and broke is probably way different than yours, and that's completely fine. Don't fucking fight me because I'm not going to fight you back. And I'll probably just read you. Not being a thousand percent okay with people disagreeing with me. Like, there's definitely some resistance there. I feel myself want to fight sometimes. It's fucking crazy. It's my blessing and my curse that I have that. I'm not really sure what the actionable is other than just continue auditing it and do energetic work where I can, conscious work where I can, and just, I don't know. We'll see. Related to this, being so attached to opinions and good reactions and then being, it's like um, anti-attachment, if you will. Like I'm attached to not getting bad reactions, if you will. And I need to, like I, I just, 
it's been a crazy realization how fucking attached I am to this shit right now. Holy fuck. It's actually just, it's just dangerous to be there. Anyways, I've got to continue doing conscious work on that. Um, look at the underlying issues around like neediness, approval seeking, and then consciously also putting myself in situations where I feel more disapproval and that type of stuff, like just failure, disapproval, rejection, and just become numb to opinions. That would be ideal, I think. Micro content funnel. It is overwhelming right now. I have my micro content with my long form content and my concepts are taking up too much space. My vault is also distracting as fuck. They're all in one area. I need to clean things up. I've started a little bit, but there's there needs to be more. Um, one of the suggestions I had for myself was like creating an area for a vault, or creating a separate area for concepts, aka ideas, which I already have. So I can just create like some sort of to do doing done, if you will, Kanban flow system, if you will, where it starts out as a concept and it becomes an episode concept. And then after a while, I can drag it in type of thing. Um, also, a bunch of different views to clean things up, if you will. And like so divided by series, divided by type, medium, long form, micro. I said that in the wrong order, but you, ca- you catch my drift, that type of stuff. There's just a bunch of different ways, but I definitely need to clean things up right now. Staying in my room too damn much. Oh my God. I've been low-key going insane in this fucking room. Um, fuck. Thank God I've just gone out in the past few days and like gone to my main level and worked on the couch type of thing. That has really helped me right now. But yeah, staying in this room too much is not working and fucking just makes me want to bounce off the walls. Leaving workouts way too fucking late. I'm not motivated to do workouts at all right now. However, I should really consider putting my health in a better prioritized section, if you will. I don't need to have like the max amount of energy. I don't even need to lift heavy every damn time. Like heavy, heavy, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean like fucking four, five, six type of reps, if you will, for my for my first set for the heaviest. I don't need to do that. I can put it earlier in the week and then just play it by ear. And yeah, eating really shitty. Oh my God. Like how the fuck am I supposed to be able to output great all day if I'm throwing trash my body it makes no logical sense whatsoever I love fasting for this reason because I'm just flooded in water it feels amazing Um, but I need to figure out ways of eating way healthier ASAP because I want ridiculously good output right now in my day and I'm not getting it being hard as fuck on myself very self-judgmental I also putting a lot of pressure on myself and it like it's turning into things like headaches. It's turning into me not enjoying some of my day right now. Um, I probably need to be way gentler on myself. And yeah, there's time. Like there's time. What I wrote down here was like there's times to be gentle and times to be hard. Right now, I probably require somewhere closer to gentle, but definitely somewhere in the middle there. As for the self judgment piece, I found myself really struggling with self-judgment and like almost imposter syndrome during that interview where I was like internally I didn't share this exact but I was like internally like who the fuck am I to sit here and interview someone um and like I was judging myself like am I even bringing value right now like all of this stuff that just came up and I was like holy shit it was crazy man like I didn't feel like my transitions were good enough I didn't feel like I was bringing enough to the table and um then I found myself like judging myself for just rela- unrelated to the interview, just judging myself like, for th- doing things in general. And then when I tried to not do those things to counteract the judgment, I would also judge myself for not doing those things. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? So yeah, I don't really know what the move is other than energetic work and just building momentum, being more accepting of myself. Building momentum piece is important because... I have no momentum right now or very minimal momentum, which is actually my next point. Um, I was having incredible resistance to momentum and it comes from just resistance to doing hard fucking things in content and in business. I have zero momentum in those areas right now, it feels like, and it's very hard to do things when I don't have momentum driving me forward. When I have things like my power list, like that the whole point of the power list is to improve momentum 
and get a lot of output out and get the power going, if you will, so you can do bigger things. And like, I just don't feel like I have any of that right now, even though I am doing the powerless, but just, I need to be maintaining the powerless a little bit differently. So it's actual like things that scare me and actual things that are like the toppest, the top, I say that, the top priorities that are like not within my comfort zone at all. I feel like that will really change things. Such a tough balance though, because I'm like, uh, why, as soon as I start doing that though, I'm going to like lead into areas and then forget to do what I need to do on a daily day basis. So there's a fucking fine line there. I'm just not sure what it is. Allocating my time incorrectly in the mornings. Mornings are like iconic for me. I get my most shit done in the mornings and I've found myself using my mornings right now for very basic ass tasks. Things like fucking backing up my phone and all the content in it and sorting things and like icons like just little things that can be pushed later on in the day i need to keep put back the top of the priority of everything if you will and just start working on in this specific order energy work then business then content in that specific order that is is what i've found to be the most important right now and then late at night doing things that i don't need as much mental energy for as well as like consuming i can look at tutorials last second if you will um while i'm fucking dead if you will all that type of shit i've just gotta allocate my priorities way fucking better when i do that as well it will help me with momentum you know what else will help me with momentum and like motivation and stuff like that getting clear goals my god my goals and whys are just not that clear right now and it's very hard to be motivated when those things aren't working like i need those to be crystal fucking clear and I need them to be on the top of my my brain, if you will, uh, in the top of my mind. And I need to just fucking go. Um, also, timelines would be ideal as well. And uh, yeah, I wrote down that I didn't feel I had much control of my goals. And like, that's crazy. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw a thought like that. But I just, some, some weird shit's going on for me right now. I just don't feel as normal as I used as I used to be. <sighs> Fuck. Shit just shit's weird right now. I don't feel myself. At least in this moment. Looking backwards way too fucking much. Like I think of a girl situation and I think of a work situation. And like I think of it way too fucking much. Um I would like to just it's it's so dumb because like in my mind I was already way past it while I was going on and I was like fuck this like I don't even care about this situation anymore and then when it was taken away it was like ah no I don't want it to be taken away because I don't I didn't I didn't want like my ego didn't want the dissatisfaction of being like yo you lost everything but did I lose or did I already mentally quit so it's anyways it's stupid little games my ego is playing right now and I need to start looking forward instead of looking back because I'm spending way too much time looking back and it's silly as fuck. I'm not spending all my time looking back, but this is also what happens when you don't have crystal clear goals. So I need to really, really work on the goals aspect and the future aspect because when I can correct that and just make it my default again to start looking into the future and and as well presence, like there's a balance between those two and uh, presence first and foremost, my God, but also have goals for the future um, and just enjoy the presence of working towards that and the process of getting there and the journey and all that jazz. But yeah, that's what's up. Listening to the chaos in the mornings, fucking getting way too drained from just trying to run a million miles an hour. Slow the fuck down. I don't need to go so fucking fast. It also is just not conducive to my full day output, if you will, if I'm just gonna burn myself out first thing. Don't get too excited. Don't get too down. Kind of just try to stay neutral as best as possible. <sighs> Not putting out any content. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing with this right now. Just like, I have no idea. I'm very resistant to putting out content right now. Some of the stuff with Starbucks, some of the stuff with like, just old content, if you will, that I don't feel like putting out. But equally, I feel like I could do it all. It's a very weird balance. My transitions and in the interview, I didn't feel like they were as great as it could have been. Maybe because maybe they came out like that, but it also 
there was something about just having them low-key premeditated that I wasn't a thousand percent chill with. So I had to find a better balance between natural flow, if you will, and preparing the guest. There's a there's a fine line between this all. I'm not sure exactly what it is. I also just felt like a lot of resistance to progress in general. Um, that was put down last week, but I also felt it this week to a degree as well, where I was just like, okay with checking a box on business and content as if I'm in the process of doing things, but without actually doing them. It's a very strange point, but it's very true. Like I was, it was as if I was okay with just half-assing things as long as I was like in the box, if you will. And it was just about caring too much about what people think. I don't feel that as much this week. And I feel like I'm in the process of getting out of that trap. But there was just this idea of like, yeah, I just want to be like aspiring entrepreneur forever type of thing. And like sub- subconsciously that just like made sense and, and and equally it makes no logical sense at all. It was just about me trying to check the box for society so they'd shut the fuck up and let me do my thing. It's fucking strange, man. Now, it's important to do that to a degree, the whole like pr- focus on process thing and, um, and be in the process of doing certain things, but not from a like a half-ass place. Like I want to do, I want to do a better job of doing things at 100 or close to 100 without burning myself out. Instead of this idea of checking the box and going 50%, whatever the fuck the percentage is. What were my biggest lessons? Tapping into energy fields is practical as fuck. For me, every possible idea, if you will, um, exists, or outcome rather, exists at an energetic level. And it is purely just a matter of tapping into that and extracting the data from that. Like that might be way out of people's comprehension, if you will, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. The amount of fucking data I pull from just potential realities, if you will, is crazy. And it does sound crazy. I I can hear myself talking right now, but it doesn't change the fact that it's just absolutely how I come up with brainstorms. Like I tap into the energy field and then just literally ask myself questions, if you will, around how that energy, like, what would that look like if that potential outcome existed? And then you just fucking jot everything down and then apply it in your own reality. And you're like, what is this magic? Well, it's not magic. It's just you tapping into a different potentiality, if you will. And it's fucking gangster. And this is one of my absolute secret ingredients to brainstorming and to coming up with really crazy plans that fucking work. Then when you start to apply the data in your own life from those types of realities, if you will, you're going to get very similar results because those action steps, those thoughts, those beliefs, those situations led to getting that result. So if you apply it in your own, then you're like, oh, fuck, it occurred because that was what was supposed to be happening. It was the fucking roadmap to getting there. Which, by the way, I've also realized that I've gotten really fucking good at at uh, strategizing and planning and might have to figure out better ways of utilizing this for myself and the world. I'm still not amazing at the implementation part, but boy, the fucking strategies I come up with are actually like truly godsend. And technically, yes, because like they're actually universe source sent, if you will. And like I'm co- collaborating with source when I'm doing them. So technically that is the case. Whatever I put first is going to get the most progress. It's not the most complicated lesson, but it's something that I'm re-realizing about myself. Um, For me, with Moxie Energetics, that's going to be the most important thing, which is like a business around energy work. And the more I push it later in the day, the less of a chance it's going to fucking happen. Uh, First off, it's going to be energy work. Secondly, business tasks. Then third, content. Yeah, for me, I have the most energy first thing. I'm going to get the most done. I am the most like focused first thing as well. It's just a better idea to put everything that's the most prioritized first. And this this is very specific to me. Like whenever your magic time is, allocate correct resources towards that time. For me, is absolutely first thing. Moxie Energetics can be used as a gift. I never considered this up until I heard 
Gary talk about flowers and using it as a subscription service. And I was like, oh my God, how have I not thought about this before? Very simple. There are some people who might not want an energetic session every fucking month. There definitely will be those people, 1000%. But there's going to be a handful of people that would be more inclined to give it away to family, friends, colleagues, what have you. And the ability to give those sessions away in an audible type of way or whatever the case may be or discount discounted rates if you if they want to buy more credits if you will this is a very fascinating idea to me i always thought of it before as like you have to use those credits but say you have too many credits like why wouldn't you give it away to another person then in turn that person might get hooked on the idea of energetic work and then become their own paying clients and then join the subscription service if you will it's incredible. I have no idea how I didn't think of this before, but shout out Gary for this crazy idea by just telling a story. Also thinking about discounted rates for memberships in terms of adding a spouse, as well as again, discounted credits. Like there's just, there's a lot of things lingering in the brain right now. House is really fun to mix. I had no fucking clue. It was just, it's a fucking gem. Things like Fucked up, what did I write down? Fucked up minimal house, <laughs> like shipwreck type of things with the random ass cool sounds. Base house, deep house, even vibey shit. It's whatever's in like like an odd mob type of thing. Man, I'm really enjoying it. It's really nice. I also, it's so much easier because I don't need to double everything and like get all fucking crazy haywire like I do. And a house mixing tactical lesson. Definitely start mixing or fading the songs into each other before that drop is over that sounds so i mean that, I, that's applicable to dubstep as well but it's harder when you're doing a lot of doubles but with house it's like so much it's just early fades in in those songs if you will and you can start to hear it and it just sounds really fucking good <laughs> another lesson they all share such similar structures in music it's crazy after mixing house after queuing dubstep, queuing house, if you will. It's crazy how similar they all are. I don't need to have doubles to make a good mix. Listening to Must Die's LA mix as well as Scrooge's Disciple mix really showed me that if you have good flow and a proper song selection, you're fucking golden. I love that those mixes so much. Get Over Things by Doing Better. I got this from Bobby Axelrod on, on Billions and geez... He was shorted 50k from his boss, so he was pissed. Like, and then he turned that, turned that seemingly problematic situation into an absolute opportunity where he became a billionaire um, enough years after that. And then every year he goes back and thanks his former boss for shorting him 50k. And for me, this just spoke true to certain situations, most of it Starbucks, because I'm like, fuck. And a, a little bit of an annoying situation, um, and yet I should be going back and thanking these motherfuckers every fucking year for firing me, especially a handful of people um, that I can think of, and just sending them flowers and chocolate, all that type of shit, for setting me free and away from fucking retail. Like, where the fuck would I have been if they kept me around? Oh, fuck. It's gonna feel fucking sweet. Tell a vision. Let's just say that's how the controlling elite, I guess you could say, work with TV. Tell a vision. I'm not gonna explain it anymore. You can figure it out but you can research David Icke if you'd like. Posting high amounts of volume and content will lead to a few short-term unfollows, but long-term it will lead to so many more follows that it's just ROI positive. Heard this in a Q&A with Gary, if you will, and he, the guy was like worried about losing followers and spamming his current followers, and Gary was like, no. Like, basically what I just said right there. And it was a huge unlock for me because I can sometimes care a little bit too much about putting out too much volume and trying to not lose subscribers or whatever, but the way to gain more followers is definitely through high quality volume. And that was the case for this theoretical concept, if you will. So if you can do that, 
fuck the few unfollows that are going to leave, if you will. It wasn't their type of content anyways. You're just speeding up the process of getting them out there. They were going to leave eventually. So in the process of you getting rid of a few, you also bring in a shit ton of people who are super down with that content and boom, you've now purged your audience for the better and brought in a lot more followers just because you posted more. It's beautiful. Q beyond ABC. I've always been queuing like 16 bars out from the drop, eight bars out from the drop, and then zero bars from the drop. Recently, I've changed it up and realized, holy fuck, I need way more cue points in this and memory points and hot buttons, if you will. So I've been doing D, which is 24, even E sometimes, which is 32. And then every 16 bars within a drop, I put a memory cue, if you will. And then every I keep doing that basically. And then as soon as the, there's like a good fade out point, I'll add a point there. And sometimes even a point after that, eight bars out from that to be like, yo, after you've after the drop, both drops are done, if you will, you can just like use that one as a as a fade in tool for another song. And then I'm also using the FGH as my second drop, if you will, for the 16, 8, and 0 bars from the drop. H being the drop, by the way. But yeah, this has made my process for mixing a thousand times easier. I'm so grateful I took the time to do this because I don't have the proper like queuing situation right now because I don't have a mixer. So I literally have to have a bunch of fucking memory points. <laughs> thankfully, <clears throat> thankfully as time goes on, it gets easier to see the waveform so I can know what the, f <coughs> Jesus Christ, I'm dying. Um, it, as time goes on, it does get easier to see the waveform, thankfully. So I'm grateful for that. But in the time being, I'm down to put memory points basically everywhere that's meaningful. Sitting down is the win. With content and like with this, with an interview, just sit down and make that the win. Sometimes you can try to, for me at least, I can start to overthink things and like be like, oh, what if something happens in a certain way and I can't edit it type of thing, whatever. The fucking whole point is making the process the win, the controllable the win, so that if you do the action and even if it doesn't come out a certain way, you still did what was in your control and made it as best as possible within that moment, like fuck. And even, even it, as soon as you start to go too into that territory, it can even be like a bad thing. So just kind of just focus on sitting down and doing it. If you can do that, everything becomes a lot fucking easier. As time goes on, you will develop skill and your sessions will come out better, if you will. But just the sheer act of doing what you need to be doing is many times just good enough. Otherwise, it can become very fucking easy to never sit down because you're so attached to a certain way of quality. It's dangerous territory, man. Hmm. If most of my views come from copyrighted content, I won't get a partnership. Got this from a Google forum, which actually, when I was talking to BCP about this, about copyright, because he was just about to get monetization. Actually, he got it yesterday. So shout out, congratulations to him and shout out to him for that. And um, why was I saying this? Oh yeah. Um, he said, if I have any videos with claims on it, then I get denied. I looked into that. I'm not a thousand percent sure if that's, a, if that's perfectly accurate. But what I definitely know is like if your copyrighted content is most of your views, if it, even if it's like a couple of videos, if you will, um, you cannot get monetization, it looks like. So I was freaking out about this. I'm like, fuck, I didn't want to delete my content, if you will. So I found out there was a few ways you can do it um, while being smart about things. So if I'm strategic about editing styles in that I used a smaller portion of my song, I cut things in a certain way where the song is almost like a little bit of remix, if you will, and it avoids that filter, if you will. I still could get manually claimed, don't get me wrong, but it kind of like fucks up the system a little bit. Um, I can also upload things ahead of time and make sure I'm double checking on everything before it goes public to find out if I have any copyright claims, keep playing with things, go back and forth, upload pieces, adjust those pieces, make sure everything's fucking good in a copyright sense. And then even if they do eventually get manually claimed, I'd eventually get partnership. And then I can like just on non -mon uh, disable monetization for that video specifically. And just, yeah, and then avoid copyright music at all costs. And if I get manually claimed on something from my past, I can go back 
and edit things in a way with YouTube editor where I don't need to delete the video altogether. I can just edit out that specific portion. So if I'm editing my videos on my pre-upload, if you will, in a certain way where it's very easy to edit it out and not take away from the video, then I will fucking do that. I will fucking do that. Chop wood, carry water. I got this from Ryan Holiday's Stillness is the Key, which that book is awesome so far. And I found this example in like very early on in the book about a baseball player. And he was ha- he was really struggling with the idea of like a lot of mental chatter and he, he was lack of momentum and all that jazz. And instead of trying to perfect his swing, and try, instead of trying to change everything in a certain way, he just focused on calming himself, relaxing his mind, letting the thoughts pass and focusing on what he could control, which was chopping wood, carrying water, essentially making the process to win. For me right now, I've noticed this a lot with myself. I like get too fucking riled up and I get way too attached to the excitement of the thoughts or lack thereof. And I identify too much with the thoughts passing through instead of just letting them pass through. Um, in this specific baseball player's case, he eventually was just focused on st- being now present still and then focused on the swing if you will the chopping of wood the carrying of water what he could control so even though thoughts were definitely still present with like self-doubt and questioning the process if you will he was still continuing to move forward and just letting the thoughts pass and i'm trying to do this right now as well um and uh What I noticed, especially about this point, was that even when things started turning around, that chatter in his brain turned to positive, and he still did not identify with it. He could have. He definitely could have. But instead, he chose to continue to identify with the process, if you will. And for me right now, it's a very similar thing. Don't connect with the too excited thoughts. Don't connect with the two down thoughts and like the lack of momentum thoughts just continue to chop wood and carry water go back to your process continue putting in reps and it will lead you to the goal that you're working on some quick interview lessons by the way number one pay attention to how much we're touching the table because it actually does affect the camera but if it's set up in a certain way so be cautious of that number two um some interviews are actually better with flow, others, or I mean pure flow, others are better with a lot of preparation, and then I feel like where I will thrive is somewhere in between there. Icons in Notion as a simplistic form, as an alternative to emojis, are very achievable and very fucking simple as well. Like, fuck. I also realized how beautiful Stroke is as an icon. I usually was obsessed with, like, full icons that were filled in filled filled icons and damn they look so fucking nice as svg strokes if you will here for it i can also really change all of the svg svg colors at once through notepad plus plus golden finding vials save my fucking life there is a guy making 300k per week in not even dollars in pounds and that's done through e-commerce. That's fucking bananas. Like, and he literally did it through exclusivity. And my my friend was telling me about this, Levi, and I was just like blown away. Because if you do exclusivity rights, you can absolutely win as big as that. And I fucking respect it. Now I'm using that as a reference point. I think I'm being worked on energetically right now. Because I just went from struggle to not struggle. What challenges did I experience? While I'm talking about challenges for a second, let's just get meta and talk about real time. Um, This fucking episode is a challenge in itself. Like I'm noticing the self-judgment come up again. This has happened a few times recently in in Reflections Fast. Thankfully not last episode. 80 was a fucking gem. Probably the best episode ever. If not like all time Reflections, one of them. Yeah. Anyways, it came out fucking sick, but 79, 78, 81, there's just a lot of like 
judgment going on with my journey. My intentions are off. Something just isn't right. There's something that is just like stopping me from making it, sending advice or something like that. I don't know. But especially right now, it's very all clear that like I have a lot of work to do on what my whys are behind my content and also getting clear on like documenting again versus creating because I don't feel like I can put a point of view right now given like the fact that I am not like in an entrepreneurial winning sense or even content winning sense right now so I'm like who the fuck is this guy and like why should he have to why, why should he be able to speak is basically what the mental chatter is like so yeah anyways I'll fucking keep going and eventually figure things out and yeah okay so I'm just gonna whip through some challenges real quick question this week at times if I could quit the vlog um, I am incredibly behind I literally had three months of being behind and yet there's something about it's not even just vlog three months in content behind and there's just this strange idea that I feel like I can if I just buckle down and do it correctly it's very it's very intriguing it's very intriguing almost zero motivation to put out any advice-based content right now I just don't even know if I'm having an impact. I don't know if anyone gives a shit. Um, also, lack of momentum is just eating at me for sure. I've had a lot of doubt with content, but like I just don't know if anyone's if listening, if anyone gives a shit um, about my message and my content. No idea if it's worth putting in my POV right now, especially if it's meaningful. Yeah, it's tough. I've also been just like very angry with the world around the short-sightedness with coronavirus and COVID. It's just like, it's sad because it just showed me how fucking dumb people are. I thought they were smarter than they are. Turns out not so much. If people understood who do you listen to, our world would be a lot fucking better. I felt like very exposed for how much work I still have to do myself. Attachment to girls, feeling insecure about certain areas, avoidance of rejection and disapproval, craving attention, validation, acceptance, approval, Anger towards certain people, lacking compassion towards other perspectives that are limited. Um, I feel like that's like a good summary of it all, really, that I put down last week and even this week to a degree as well. Feeling very awkward and experiencing a lot of like physical pain, as, as funny as that sounds, with the uh, the changing of typing. Like certain just keys just do not feel right and like my whole body just goes into like a weird state, if you will. It's very strange. It's literally just handling tension, I guess. Feeling unloved at times and also unwanted by certain people, specifically like girls stuff right now. Like, yeah, there's a lot I need to work on with that right now. That's for sure. My confidence is not as high as it used to be in this area. I'm scared to spend a single penny right now. I have like an okay amount of money saved up, thankfully. And it's going to save me for the time being, but like, yeah, I'm fucking in a lot of fear with money. That's for sure. Very disinterested in fitness. Like, I don't really want to do it. Not as fired up as I've been in the past. That's for sure. Procrastination is just real right now. Been incredibly resistant to putting out the process 003, which is ready to go. Um, for It's been ready to go for like a week and something and some change. And then 004 is just... Fuck me. <laughs> I just don't want to put that out at all. But once I get past that, I feel like I'm just going to rip. So we'll see how that goes. Copyright challenges. So I felt like uh, I was so discouraged. Like it turned into my whole content strategy was just like, just yanked right before me. And when I learned about copyright could affect my partnership. But once I tackled that, I was fucking off to the races. Shout out brainstorms because those actually saved my fucking life. A lot of overwhelm with how much content I'll have to pr produce all that at the same time with business and doing becoming the base every two weeks. I don't know. I I don't think it's going to be possible to do becoming the base every two weeks and try to do what I'm trying to do with content. It's just too much. And it was really overwhelming me that, uh, that thought specifically. My energy feels fucking minimal right now. I feel like I don't have a lot of compassion patience all that shit so yeah i'm trying to 
trying to be smart about how I spend it right now. Tons of internal resistance during that first interview with like imposter syndrome, self-judgment and other stuff. But fuck, I'm very pleased with how the interview came out of the hole from what I've seen so far. Zach fucking crushed, honestly. <laughs> like he did so fucking well. He literally saved that interview. Where did I grow the most? This is a weird one, but like self-acceptance of working in bed. I was, I had this like crazy big headache around a week and a half ago around self-judgment subconsciously at least of being in bed and working in bed too long. It's not a, it's not perfect right now, but holy fuck, it's a lot better. Like if I'm literally staying in bed all day, not making my bed type of thing, I fucking go insane. But it's, yeah. It's just, it's really remarkable what an energetic session did just for that one specific situation. I was very pleased. As for energetic work, I've also grown a ton in that aspect in terms of all of the energetic work I did on myself and energetic work that was done through mom on me type of thing. I'm just like, bless the fuck up. Oh, God, I needed it so bad this week. So bad. Typing way fucking faster way more comfortable, still have much to go. Um, I think I'm at like 35, 40 words per minute right now. And I still have more keys to master, but every fucking day getting a little bit better, getting a little bit faster. The first interview, 1000%, that grew me tons just to get started and get going with something so fucking important, a series that I've been wanting to start for fucking forever and just getting momentum in that area was massive. Plus, realizing how much shit I didn't realize went into an interview. Like, I had no idea that interviews took as much energy as they did, as well as just all of the realizations I gained from the interview and um, showing me a lot about myself as well and then what to do in the future, what not to do type of thing. There was just a lot of great things. I'm here for it. What am I obsessed with right now? Spotify. Oh my god. Spotify Premium is fucking gold. I, Again, why the fuck did I not switch from Apple Music way earlier? It is so much better for my situation. Multi-device control playback is just fucking bananas. Like I can control my phone through my laptop, vice versa, and then pick while I'm on either or which I want it to come out of type of thing, which device, and like all that type of shit. Um, the playlists are amazing. The For You, the recommendations, all that type of shit is so good. The shareability of my playlist as well as like seeing what my friends are listening to. Oh, I'm just, I'm in awe of it all. I love it so much. Lo-fi, especially on Spotify right now. There's a, there's a few playlists that I just like, I love listening to and just hit shuffle and just go to town. It's absolutely phenomenal. Also that I forgot to cover one thing on Spotify. The whole like shuffle after like a, a radio, if you will, the radio and recommendations from just a single song turns into absolute gold. For the longest time on Apple Music, it would be like Swagga and all these old fucking, all, very, very old, like 2010 to 2014 Dove Dove songs. I'm just like, what am I listening to right now? It's so fucking off. But on Spotify, it's like incredibly relevant and I'm just blown away at how good the recommendations are it's crazy okay another music thing automates ep specifically scavenger and execute <sighs> so stupid good it's the cleanest fucking rhythm i've heard in a while it reminds me so much of how clean driest boy is both of those songs fucked the idea that i can catch up and defy the odds so i'm three months behind right now most people would have been like nope we're cutting off the vlog I'm like, fuck it. I don't even give a shit right now. I might just like completely change my strategy or just rethink things and tap into future crazy potentials, if you will. But yeah, that's, I just do think I can do it if I do it smart enough. Instead of quitting, I'd be like, yo, let's change. Let's adapt. Let's evolve. And let's grow from this and then get caught up. Which gonna, it's going to be fucking amazing when I'm caught up. My God. Okay. Billions. Fucking love billions. I just got caught up while I was doing things like icon and sorting a lot of shit. I was doing like productive tasks in the background. Worked fucking amazing. Shout out billions. I love this show so much. Clean icons for Notion. 
It's so aesthetic. It's so beautiful. It's so clean. I'm just, I'm amazed. I love it. It looks so fucking good. You can see it in vlog 17. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been Reflections 81. If you like this, please let me know what your favorite takeaway was in the comments. Please share this with someone who you felt could get value from it. I know these are fucking long as shit, but holy fuck, they need to have them for my documentation. Or I might just switch it up. We'll fucking see. I'm forever in the process of evolving, so we will see what that brings. Also, if you don't want to miss another video, definitely subscribe. Or if you don't want to miss another audio episode, definitely subscribe as well on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast at Passion and Purpose with Josh Moxie. All right, that is enough for me right now. I am done talking. I don't feel like saying another fucking word for a week. <laughs> That's a lie. I'll probably talk in two days again for a long ass time. While I'm talking about challenges for a second, and yeah, again, thank you so much for watching and listening. As always, my name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later.